Welcome to episode five of The Witch's Pocket. I'm your co-host Charles and I'm here joined by Whitney. Hello Whitney. Hi. How's it going? Going well. Awesome. <laughs> How's your week been? It's been going well. How about yours? Really good. Hmm. Actually, no, that's not true. Work has been very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> and I have kids and I'm there with them all the time. Yay. Yay. But you know what? We have our health. We have this podcast. We have this podcast. <laughs> and what else can you ask for? Money? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess we could ask for money too. What is it that the swamp lady says in Princess and the Frog? Do you have what you need, what you need, what you want? What is she saying? <laughs> money has got no soul. Money has got no heart. <laughs> yeah. Good life I don't lesson. Remember. This week we wanted to start off the episode a little bit differently. We wanted to do some housekeeping, uh, just start off the episode. That's what the cool podcasters call it, right? <laughs> housekeeping, I feel like every episode or every podcast I listen to mentions housekeeping. <laughs> That's actually the first time I've heard of it. Really? You've never yeah. heard that in any podcast? No, I've heard other terms. I forgot. It's like social media something. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I've always of... yeah, I've always heard housekeeping. as Just before they get into the content mm. of the show, mm. you know, they go over housekeeping. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. We listen to different podcasts. Yeah, we do. Uh, do we listen to some of the same ones at all? Well, you haven't been listening to one in a while. I'm judging. Which one? Swish and Flick. Oh, yeah, the Harry Potter podcast. Which I really recommend. Yeah, it's a really good podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've listened to some of it, but it's just so much content and hard. You know, I'm not reading them right now. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I've taken a pause. <laughs> I started to read Order of the Phoenix. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, I started to read Order of the Phoenix because I have been reading through the series. Mm-hmm. For like two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I was more of a reader. Mm, yeah, that's probably, you're also tired. You work a lot. Yeah, I think that's why I don't read as much. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why I like listening to podcasts because I could mm-hmm. just listen to them on my way to work, mm-hmm. on my way back home. Well, you can I'm listen driving. to Swish and Flick. You don't have to read. Oh, yeah. With no, them. I feel like I need to read. <laughs> I don't know. I want, but I guess I don't, huh? I mean, it's not like I haven't read it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very thorough, so it's not like you're missing out on any, anything. Oh, okay. But see, I want to read. But then I'm probably not going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the struggle that he's going through his head. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because, uh, you know, for my job in particular requires a lot of brain use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I don't have any on the weekends. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and why I have to, right. And why I have to edit this podcast so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have brain farts all throughout. Mm-hmm. But And I read just to escape from reality. But you haven't been reading either. Well, Have you been reading anything? They don't know that. Well, now they do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I haven't been reading either. I outed I've been, you. I know. But I haven't been reading anything because I've been reading knitting patterns this past year. <laughs> <laughs> I knit a lot of stuff for other people as commissioned, so it's been nothing but knitting projects. So speaking of podcasts, did you know that there's another 10th Kingdom podcast out there? There is? There is. Uh, it's called Wendell Radio. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when we started this podcast, we had no idea that there was another 10th Kingdom podcast. (laughs) Um, In fact, we had looked up uh, on, I I mean, I think I only looked up on Spotify and um, I'm not sure if they were out on Spotify at the time when we had thought about it. I think I checked iTunes as well. Yeah. So they might have joined later, but 
Um, but great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. Yeah, so we've actually been in contact with the ladies over at Wendell Radio. They're really nice. And yeah, we were both surprised on both ends that, that there were two of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're glad, you know, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. It's awesome that it's not just us. You know, I think it's great that there are more people out there that love the 10th Kingdom and are excited about it and want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also really like their their podcast name, Rendell Radio. Yeah, it's really <laughs> good. So we've actually not listened to it. <laughs> yeah. We're waiting to listen to it until after we finish recording all our episodes just to make sure there's no, you know, influence or copycat, (laughs) anything like that. Just to maintain the authenticity and and uniqueness of our show, I guess. Mm -hmm. We will definitely listen to Endel Radio once we're we're all done with our podcast. Yeah. So if you enjoy our 10th Kingdom content, feel free to check out Wendell Radio. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, wow, that was a very long segment for... Housekeeping, and we haven't even talked about the housekeeping yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so if you haven't already, um, please follow us on Instagram at WhichPocketPod. And if you haven't already follow, started following us on whatever streaming platform you are listening to us on, please do so. You know That way you can get notifications for whenever the episodes are premiering. You know We started off doing them premiering an episode a week. And I think we did that for the first three. Now we're doing maybe every two weeks just to give us a little bit more breathing room. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our plan to continue publishing them every two weeks. But yeah, please follow us and subscribe and comment and rate and review us anywhere you get your podcast. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Oh, I haven't heard of those last four, three, you mean? Well, we're on them. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready to get started? Yep. All right. Let's talk about this part of the 10th kingdom. So today we'll be covering hour three Mm -hmm. to hour three and 45 minutes. Yes. Okay. So Whitney, do you want to tell us where we left off last week? Last time, Tony and Virginia were stuck in holes while Wolf was... (laughs) Was running away to try make a diversion just to catch the huntsman off the off the scent, but no avail. The huntsman found him because of a sneeze. A chew. A chew. <laughs> Bless you. Thank um, you. <laughs> but unfortunately, Virginia can't run far because she has that long mane of hair. Mm. So poor Virginia got in the clutches of the huntsman, and ouch! The huntsman dragged her by her hair. Ouch, indeed. <laughs> That's it. There we left off. All right. So let's continue. We start off in Prince Wendell's castle, the lords of the Wendell table, as I referred to them (laughs) in a previous episode. Um, They're reading a letter that says, Dear all, you must be wondering where I've been all these days. I have a sprained ankle and I'm staying at the Royal Lodge in the Disenchanted Forest. And all the lords are happy, except one. one. (laughs) (laughs) And one's actually being smart about it, right? Yeah, the others are like, okay. Yeah, okay. So... Because this letter is not Prince Wendell, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's sent by the evil queen to mm-hmm. kind of throw him off the scent. Because Wendell's been missing all this time. And while they're planning his coronation. Mm-hmm. One of them, the one who four asked about the color scheme, is still worried about the color scheme, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the seating arrangements and, and all And the seating arrangement, right. The seating plan and that people need to commit to a color scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that the guy... What's his name? I want to call him Giles. But I don't think that's right. But I'm just glad no, that... No, Giles died, right? Oh, yeah, that's the guy that died. 
Oh yeah, poor Giles. R.I.P. Giles. <laughs> but yeah, but he's very quick. He doesn't trust the letter that was being sent. I'm glad he's asking questions. Yeah. Right, so the smart one says he's going to go see Wendell. He says the queen has spies and that nothing must leave the room. Mm -hmm. But then they pan up to the mirror. Oh no. Oh no. The queen is watching. Yeah. She doesn't have spies. She, she is the spy. Ooh, the Ooh. queen is the spy. Always watching. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? That's from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Always watching. <laughs> Mike Wazowski, you didn't file your paperwork last night. That's such a good movie. <laughs> it is. So she summons her boy toy. Oh, the queen does. <laughs> <Yeah>. toy. <laughs> so she summons her boy toy, the huntsman, mm. and she mm. has something up her sleeve. She tells the huntsman about the man going to Wendell mm -hmm. from Wendell's council. Mm. And so they're going to take care of him, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I listen to some Barry White music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Wolf and Tony are walking through the disenchanted forest and Wolf is freaking out that Virginia's been taken by the huntsman and that he's lost his one true love and Tony isn't having it, right? <laughs> he's like, he tells him that he's just like a grubby ex-con mm -hmm. and that there's been nothing but trouble since they met him. It's kind of unfair because he's like actually his guide. <laughs> yeah, if guide, it weren't, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Like if it weren't for Wolf, They'd probably be dead. Yeah. And then doesn't Tony get into more shenanigans than Wolf does? Oh, Tony. Yeah. He's and blaming we... onto his, his problems onto Wolf. Yes. I wave <laughs> my finger at you. <laughs> and, you know, Wolf's not going to take it. Wolf's not going to take it. <laughs> no, he's not, not going to take, take it. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how our careers ended. <laughs> so Wolf says not to talk to him like that. He's not going to take it. And they come across a man chopping wood with an axe. And halt! Who approaches? Who asked that? The man? The man. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Wolf refers to the man as a noble woodsman and asks him if he's seen a gorgeous woman with long hair. The woodsman says that he hasn't seen anything, so he's blind, right? Mm. And as he continues to chop the wood perfectly in half with <laughs> his axe. Mm. So this man must be the the guy that the magic birds were talking about, right? Like they, yeah. the magic birds told him or told them about a man with an axe, right? Yeah. So, how, But they just magically ended up where he was too? Yeah, I guess. And so Tony's in disbelief. He's like a blind woodsman. The, <laughs> the woodsman asks him if he's ever seen a tree move. <laughs> he's like, touche, uh. Yeah, touche woodsman, touche. <laughs> so Wolf tells Tony to look at the axe. And Wolf asks if there's been a remote chance that his axe is the magic axe that can cut through anything. And the woodsman says it could be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tony asks how much, right? Mm -hmm. But of course, um, the woodsman's just not going to give it up for money. Because so, it's priceless, yeah. right? It's nice and pretty too. Yeah. So the woodsman tells them that they can have it if Tony guesses his name. But that Wolf must place his head on the chopping block. Mm -hmm. And if Tony hasn't guessed it correctly by the time that he finishes chopping his pile of wood... Then he'll have Wolf's head. Hmm. Not Wolf's head. I like his head. <laughs> yeah, I like it because there's like a. I love this part because there's like a. I don't know if you noticed this, but there's like a pause. Like mm -hmm. once he finishes telling them that, mm -hmm. and then it's just like um, Tony just stares at him, and he's just like, he's like, "What is it with you people? What kind of twisted upbringing did you have? <laughs> Can't you just say it will be a hundred coins? No, not." Unless you lay a magic egg or count the hairs on the giant's, giant's ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, of course, Wolf, you know, he's like, has that look on his face. That, mm -hmm. 
Like, this is not a good idea. No. Of course, because his head, his head is literally <laughs> on the chopping block. Exactly. High stakes. <laughs> yeah, the stakes are high. So Tony agrees. Of course. Yeah. Because he thought he has it in the, in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> would you agree? No. Yeah, I don't think I would either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd trust Tony don't to know, guess I wouldn't. it. Or anyone for that matter. Oh, yeah. So Tony starts to try to guess the names, right? So what mm. names does he come up with? Rumpelstiltskin. I said Rumpelstiltskin. Junior? The fourth. <laughs> does it have a rumple in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. So it's like yeah. a reference to the Rumpelstiltskin? Skillskin? Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll go, go with, with it. That. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story of Rumpel? Rumpel? <laughs> Good old Rumpel. Rumpel. <laughs> Do you remember? No, actually, I know the name, and I'm, and you, and I know that Tony associates because of the of the story behind it. I just don't remember the story. Well, I think it has to do with Rumple. I'm just gonna call him Rumple. Yeah. Rumple being in a deep sleep. Oh. Because I remember a Wishbone episode. Does anyone remember Wishbone? <laughs> do you remember Wishbone? I remember. I remember Wishbone, but I never watched it. <gasps> you know this before. How dare you! <laughs> I know, but I need to do the dramatic effect for the podcast. <laughs> so you know this. <laughs> yes, hate me if you must. Wishbone is a classic. I know. I don't know why. I love dogs. I love animals. I don't know why. Oh I didn't gosh. get into it. I feel like Wishbone was my introduction to classic literature, for yeah. sure. And there's even a lot of uh, stories from classic literature that I've never actually read, but I know the story because of Wishbone. Mm. So that's why I kind of remember. I remember... Rumple sleeping in the forest, hmm. so it has to do something like with has to do with something with like that. But I don't know how that's related to this. If any of our listeners know, please let us know. Yeah. Email us at richpocketpod at gmail dot com. Yeah, I should have watched um, Wishbone in high school so I know what to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, the story. <laughs> well, in high school, in high school we had cliff notes. Oh yeah, we had cliff notes. So cut to Virginia and the huntsman in the tree, and the huntsman is trying to get the dog's whereabouts. Mm-hmm the dog as in Prince, Prince Wendell. Wendell. So Virginia tries to tell him. Oh no, Virginia tries to lie. And <laughs> right? So what does she say? Virginia tries to lie and says that he died, but of course the huntsman sees right through it. Is he hurt? You're dragging something on wheels. Will the others come looking for you? They don't give a damn about me. So they will come. Oh no. <laughs> Do they have <laughs> Do they have weapons? No. So they don't have weapons. Oh no. Oh no. So she does not have a poker face. No. She's not a very good liar. No. But it's also probably the huntsman has good good mm-hmm. instincts. Yeah, good thing. He's a huntsman. Yeah. But I like how Kimberly Williams Paisley, mm-hmm. I guess now Paisley, <laughs> I feel like she did a good job with this mm-hmm. because, yeah, she's obviously lying. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know that she's, not li- that she's lying. And I do actually like it when actors act to act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or act like they're acting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you know what I, know, I mean? I know what you mean, though. Yeah, where they're telling lies mm-hmm. and like, but they're supposed to be bad at it. Yeah. But technically, everything they say is a lie. We're back to the woodsman chopping wood. Tony is still getting it. Is still getting it wrong. Yeah, Tom, Dick, Van Dyke, <laughs> <laughs> Elvis, Frankie, John, Paul, George, Ringo, Ringo. <laughs> Colder. So he's way off. Tony's like, how much fun is it to just kill him? And the woodsman's like, actually, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, he gets his jollies for killing people. Yeah, I guess so. So he says, in fact, that is the reason for my existence. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Yikes. I know. 
then there's like a quick scene of the Lord that you know went looking for Prince Wendell and he's riding through the forest on his horse. Mm-hmm. And that's like he's it. coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we know he's out looking for Wendell. So then we're back at the Huntsman's treehouse and he's pulling Virginia up to the penthouse suite of the <laughs> of his treehouse, and he tells the story right. Yeah. Of how he met the queen. Story time with the Huntsman. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. Reading Rainbow. (laughs) So he says that he's a forester, like, right? A forester. He lives in the village. What is a forester? Is that someone who chops trees for wood? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He works in, in in the woods. The queen came to water her horses, and she called him forward. She showed him a bow. What kind of bow? Magic bow. So something magical about this bow. You cannot miss. He keeps going till it hits a heart. So he really wanted it, but so she just said, fire it. And what what does it hit? His own son. His own son. So sad. Mm. And he was happy after that to serve the queen. Yeah, he's like, okay, now I'm going to serve you and dedicate my entire life to you (laughs) since you had me kill my son. Does he have any feelings about him killing his own son? Maybe he just felt that there was nothing else to live for and it was just his new, I don't know, it was just weird. Yeah. Right? Like, why would you follow someone who did this to you? But, you know, he kind of mentions that it's it was fate mm-hmm. for him to, for the queen to find him mm-hmm. and for him to kill his son, I guess. So, I mean, that's pretty dark. But if they're in a culture where they believe in fate, that everything is fate and happens for a reason, then yeah, so be it. Still kind of twisted. It is twisted. So, and it's the same crossbow that he, we saw him use earlier and we've seen him use the whole time. Mm-hmm. But now we know the origin of how he got the crossbow. Mm-hmm. And he says he has no interest in mercy either. The hunt is his only pleasure, right? Yep. Yeah, I wonder if the huntsman didn't have a wife or anyone else in his life. Because he was so like gung-ho about, okay, I'm going to follow the queen for the rest of my life. Yeah, maybe he was a single dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like in, in fairy tale lore that either the mother or the father died or been or mm. what Wolf said um be either one of them be killed by evil curses or live happily ever after right yeah so his fate is not to live happily ever after no then we're back with tony wolf and the sadistic woodsman mm-hmm. <laughs> and wolf asked the woodsman how do they know that he's not lying mm-hmm. about his name and he says his name is in that hat and he points over to a hat that's on a stump i guess <laughs> and so tony tries to to peek over and take a look in the hat. Mm-hmm. He tries to silently go to the hat. Yeah, but of course he's blind, so he has his other senses. Or heightened to the point where he can hear him. <laughs> yeah. Might be blind. <laughs> I can sure hear you. Or something like that. Yeah, and t- Tony calls him a sick pervert. <laughs> and the woodsman says he's done it hundreds of times. But That's no hundreds one... of heads. Yeah, no <laughs> one's ever guessed. Imagine hundreds of heads. What does he do with the bodies afterward? I don't know, probably just leave them there or buries them. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I don't know, but maybe someone needs to use his axe against him. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if someone has, and now they're headless. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So then the lord that was looking for Prince Wendell finally arrives at Wendell's lodge. Nice lodge. I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, if it wasn't for like the worst CGI, but... <laughs> yeah, I think... If it was uh, like real, real. Yeah, so honestly, I think this is like the worst CGI, I think, in the entire <laughs> series, <laughs> is this lodge. And like, because it looks like a nice, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a pink building mm-hmm. that lots of vines and stuff, but you can very much tell where the CGI begins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like very blurry, but hey, it gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's at the door. 
he walks around, but then he trips a wire. And then the camera follows the wire through the disenchanted forest. Like, mm. And there's like some, some cool shots I like. There's yeah. like, they filmed like very low, close mm-hmm. to the ground and seen like the wire. Yeah. I guess it's wire. Yeah. But wouldn't he feel the wire since he kind of tripped over it? Yeah. Or I, walked through I don't it? Know. He has thick feet or <laughs> thick, <laughs> like thick shoes. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, but he didn't feel it. So cut back to Virginia and the Huntsman and Virginia is just like in disbelief. She can't believe like how he can serve someone so cruel. And especially killing his own son. Virginia is like, everyone here is crazy. And then he says that it is his destiny to kill her right now. Yeah, so the Huntsman's about to kill Virginia with his crossbow when ring, ring, ring. Saved by the bell. <laughs> Saved by the bell. So he says he'll do it later. <laughs> then he'll kill her later. Yeah. But so it wasn't like, her the des- his, her destiny and his destiny to kill her. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe that should tell him something. Like yeah. it's not, you know, mm-hmm. his destiny to kill her. Because mm-hmm. if not, he would have killed her right there. Yeah. And I never get this about bad guys. Like they would be so much more successful if they just like shut up and just like. <laughs> Talk and just kill. And just kill whoever they're going to kill. <laughs> but they never do. They always go through these like long speeches. Theatrics. They're very polytheatrical, like how smart that they're, they are. Yeah. Much like Voldemort, Huntsman, every villain. Yeah, every villain does that. But are they really smart? No, because no, they really. don't kill the, the hero. So Tony's still guessing. <laughs> He's trying. Yeah, and the woodsman's name. Mm-hmm. And he says, bad axeman. <laughs> <laughs> so he sees the magic bird at the hat. Ah. Little tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> and so this is the same magic bird that Virginia released. Mm-hmm. See, Tony and Wolf should be glad that Virginia helped the birds. Yes. And that's karma. If you do something good, Mm -hmm. spread kindness out into the world, it'll come back at you. Mm -hmm. The woodsman chops the last piece of wood. And just in the nick of time, the magic bird whispers the woodsman's name in Tony's ear. And we find out what it is. So what is it? Juliet. (laughs) Juliet. (laughs) Would you have guessed that? No. No. Uh, (laughs) Would not. No. So Wolf didn't lose his head. Yay. Huzzah. So in the next scene, the huntsman kills Wendell's lord. Oh, that's Aww. so sad. R.I.P. Won- Wendell's lord. R.I.P. <laughs> Probably I'd... the one smart one in the Yeah, I don't know castle. if we ever learned his name. Does he have a name? Guess a name for him. Lordy lord. Um. <laughs> lord lord. <laughs> he looks like Winston. So his name is Viscount Lansky, played by Aidan Gillette, mm-hmm. the British actor best known for playing the role of Jack Maddox on the BBC series The House of Elliot. Mm cool interesting then virginia tries to escape her chains and she's freaking bleeding i know those chains are brutal yeah with the red blood paint (laughs) (laughs) and the magic birds arrive and they say that they're going to help but they give her shade and say she's always in a lot of trouble yeah what's up with that i don't get that i'm like and yeah because they're like this is the last time (laughs) and i'm like really bert (laughs) like if it weren't for her like they'd all have like their wings clipped off and be digested by rich people yeah so i don't know i'd be a little bit more grateful yeah (laughs) show a little bit more gratitude birds (laughs) (laughs) so virginia tells the bird to go and tell her friends Mm. where she's at so yes and then the bird goes and finds tony and wolf but the bird gives them a riddle (laughs) a tree that is not a tree in a place that is not a place (laughs) yeah (laughs) and tony's like Stop with the rhyming crap. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, get to the point, bird. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, but then the magic bird takes them and mm-hmm. they just follow him or her. And is it a her? Him? I don't know. It's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the Huntsman's treehouse. 
But Tony and Wolf can't find the door to the treehouse, mm-hmm. right? Because it's magical, I guess. There's mm-hmm. been some enchantment with like a conceal. It's been con- the door has been concealed mm-hmm. by magic. And then <laughs> Tony has this great idea about chopping the the tree down with the <laughs> axe because they have an axe. <laughs> they do have a magic axe, which could probably cut through it. But you know, Virgie could probably die. Yeah, Virgie. Yeah, I don't know why it popped out of me. You're, you're on the... We're on... We're like, Nick, like this. Like, we're friends. We're best friends. We're calling... The Verge. The Verge. Wolf says that he can't climb up. There's no footholds. No ladder. And then he asks her how long her hair is. <laughs> by now, right? And she realizes why he asks. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's like really long. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, and of course we know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I love Wolf. This yeah, that's awesome. So he's like, love of my life, let down your lustrous locks. And, <laughs> <laughs> and her hair lands on his face. <laughs> and he climbs up the tree using Virginia's hair, of course, a la Rapunzel. Yeah. And her bow. <laughs> and he yells out to Tony, watch out below. Dandruff. Dandruff. <laughs> and Virginia's screaming in pain. <laughs> Poor Virginia. Yeah, from having a full-grown man using her hair as rope. Yeah. I mean, and, good idea of wolves, but sucks to be Virginia. <laughs> yeah, imagine. That hurts. Like, your scalp is sensitive. Yeah, that's like 170, 180 pounds of, like, you know, human yeah. <laughs> pulling on yeah. your, that you're pulling on your scalp. Mm-hmm. So, ouch. Mm-hmm. And so Wolf's climbing up and he's like, I found another gray one. (laughs) (laughs) And he makes his way in and he's like, (laughs) ta-da. He knows how to make an entrance. Yeah, he's always making entrances, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, First was when in Snow White Prison. Yeah. Right, he just like swung in on a rope. No, that was the Troll Kingdom. Yes, you're right. (laughs) It was the Troll Kingdom. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Yeah, so Tony sees the Huntsman coming and he hides. Mm. The huntsman opens the secret door into the tree. I don't know. What does he do? Does he just tap he just, the tree? He touches it and he oh, okay. waits for it to open. Ah. I wonder From if... From his he, warm touch. Yeah, I wonder if it has to be his touch or if anyone could touch it on the right spot. Mm. What do you think? I would say maybe it was only by his touch because yeah. like he's with the queen. Maybe she does his little hoodoo-hoodoo, her little magic tricks and stuff. So that way that's his tree and yeah. no one else's. Yeah, I think so too. I think it has to be him who opens it. Mm. And Tony tries to race in after him with the axe, but his arm gets stuck um, as the huntsman slams the door on him. So Tony's arm is sticking through. Mm-hmm. So that part made it in <laughs> yeah, yeah. with the axe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, also, it's like, kind of like a trap too, because like um, I think the huntsman like kind of did like a spin in the or put a stick against the door so that way he can't open it. Oh yeah. So the huntsman's kind of dumb, right? <laughs> I mean, he he should have like taken the. Axe. The axe, but he just left it. Yeah. But there's just like a lot going on because Wolf is in there already. Mm-hmm. The wolf and the huntsman have like a you know one on one fight, mm-hmm. and I think this is the is this the first time that we've seen like a one on one fight like this in the yeah I think so. I'm trying to recall something else similar, but no, I think this is the first time where it's like hand to hand combat. Yeah, exactly. Like where the huntsman and wolf are probably equal in fighting. Mm, yeah, and wolf growled. His wolfy growl. Yeah, so, yeah, wolf growls. The huntsman has wolf pinned down. So then Virginia gra- finally grabs the axe mm-hmm. and closes her eyes and just swings <laughs> <laughs> and misses the huntsman. And she just hits the table. Mm-hmm. It's a diversion, I guess. Yeah, at least it's a diversion. Mm-hmm. Then the huntsman's leg gets stuck on an like animal a, trap. Yeah. Right? Ouch. That's gotta hurt. Yeah. And wolf knocks him out with the axe. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. At least he's not there writhing in pain. Yeah. He's just unconscious you know and then they begin to leave but virginia says they can't leave the huntsman like that 
So she's showing some empathy, you mm -hmm. know? That's nice. It's nice. I guess. I guess. And Wolf wants to chop him up mm -hmm. <laughs> with the axe, but Virginia stops him. And Wolf says that she'll regret this moment. Mm -hmm. He got frustrated. Mm, yeah. But like knowing him, he said he, he will come after them. Obviously, he's there to hunt. Hunts. <laughs> he's there to hunt them. Yeah. Do you think Wolf has killed a human before? I don't know his backstory, but maybe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He says he's done some bad things. But, yeah. But what kind of bad things? I don't know. Wow. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony finally gets poor Prince out from under the hiding spot under the leaves. <laughs> Do you think the Prince can hear? I hope so. But it'll suck though. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm kind of thinking of like, you know, in, in different things that we've seen when curses, people are placed under curses and... Because I'm wondering, is it like, you know how sometimes people like get into like a vegetable state? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's kind of sad. I mean, very sad. Yeah. Um, where they can, they can't move or react to the outside world, but mm -hmm. they can hear everything. Yeah. Or is it a situation where just like his consciousness goes away? Like, where's his conscience? I believe in my head that, that he's there. You just can't get out. Really? Yeah. Ooh. That would suck. Yeah, like hearing everything around you, but you yeah. can't react or do anything. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to say... Or maybe that... I'm just morbid. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'm just... I'm going to say he's in the happy land. <laughs> Out into the ether. <laughs> You're more optimistic. I'm more pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Tony asks Wolf, because Tony com or Wolf comes into the frame, and he asks him how the haircut went. <laughs> and Wolf says he think he might have overdone the axe trim. So I guess he cut Virginia's hair. Yeah. He's I like, don't, don't say a word. Would... I wouldn't think that Virginia would trust Wolf. Right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe and maybe she trusts him more than she does trust her dad, at least to cut her um, hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of sad, like not your own blood, but someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course she comes out and she has like a pixie cut. But they cut it in a way or it's not styled yet. No, it's not. <laughs> so her hair is just like standing up in different mm -hmm. spots. Yeah. But she's free of her heavy hair, though. So yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So that's a positive. Mm -hmm. Would you let Wolf cut your hair? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, you didn't even let me finish my sentence. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would cut my own hair. With the act? Yeah, I guess you could. Like, like, right? Just Why like not? bunch your hair into like your fist, like the part where you like at least yeah. up to your shoulders and just won't be, probably won't be as even. They yeah. just go whack. Like Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> she chopped her with a sword, just go like that. Whack. Yeah. So I would do that for myself. Yeah, that's funny. Because I would trust no one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you could just cut it yourself mm -hmm. and not do it that short. Mm -hmm. I'm also thinking, like, wouldn't she have noticed that, like, he was cutting it super short? But I think so, like, because it's getting close to it. You would, you would feel close it. Close to her scalp. But maybe um, I'm also thinking, too, that Wolf's like, oh, a little bit more. Oh, it's, it's not even here. I'm going to go more. <laughs> oh, more. yeah, yeah. So, He's probably like, wants to try to be a perfectionist. Yeah, like, but then it's, like, too just, even yeah, where it's just, just like... Oh. Going and going. <laughs> yeah. Then we see that the trolls are still at it. They're still terrorizing all the towns. Um, I feel really bad for I all know. the townspeople that they're terrorizing. Poor people at Beantown. It seemed, they seem to be nice, nice people. Yeah, like yeah. nice, humble people mm -hmm. from, like, a small village. Mm -hmm. So excited to make a chair for yeah, Prince Mendel. Yeah, so sad. And then just to be terrorized. Yeah, and, there's and even getting brutally beaten up. Yeah, and you know, like I never noticed before, but you can even see someone who's either dead or, or unconscious. Like mm. there's like a man, young man who's like, uh. and I wouldn't be surprised if he was dead. You know, because yeah. like based on, you know, we haven't really seen them be like super brutal. Other, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously like mm. they're punching people and stuff, but I mean <laughs> yeah. like 
Despite um, killing. But they, but they talk about killing, yeah. you know, a lot. So that mm -hmm. means they probably do kill. Yeah. And so, oh, so it's so sad. Mm -hmm. So then Relish is talking to the queen via mirror chat or however you want to <laughs> call it. Mirror chat. Yeah, so. Mirror time. Yeah. And the queen tells him that he's stupid and that the other kingdoms <laughs> will bring their armies against him. <laughs> and you're stupid even for a troll. <laughs> Does she say that? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so Relish says that he's not afraid of anyone. And the queen tells him to leave Bean Town and she'll give him anything. And Relish says that they have control over every village 20 miles from there. So it's probably a good amount of villages. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know how far away each village is from each other, but yeah. still. But he wants his kingdoms. He wants half the kingdom already. So. Yeah, he wants to take it now. Mm -hmm. So Virginia styled her hair. It looks <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it looks mm -hmm. great on her. Mm -hmm. I like, I know you like short hair. Yeah, short hair is the best. You've had short hair. Yeah, a couple times. My high school pixie haircut. Then I, I go back and forth between long and, but not too long, cause now cause my hair is really thick. So I like short hair on me. Yeah, but short hair looks nice on you. I thank you. And my mom is trying to get me to cut my hair again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'll cut it short again, like Virginia's? I don't think so. I think I'm just leave it like a bob haircut. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Any longer? I want to. I miss putting my hair up in a ponytail, even though that's the only style I go for when I have long hair. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe one day you'll get tired of that too. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Both look nice on you, so. Thank you. You're <laughs> Trying to be sweet. Trying to. Mm-hmm. He's not really. Um, I thought I was succeeding. This is a facade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's really nice. Oh, thank you. He already bought me my Mother's Day gift. I did, but because yeah. I can't hold it in. <laughs> no, he told me today. But I but didn't tell you what it was or I what know, it is. <laughs> but I just like blurted out, I bought you your Mother's Day gift. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't wait what it is. Yeah. Have to wait a month. Yeah, have to wait. So then they spot Acorn's wagon, and there's a close-up of Wolf, and he's sad. Yeah. Why is he sad? Because that means they're going home. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I was like, wait, why? <laughs> why is he sad? Yeah, because it means they're going home, but yeah. of course he doesn't want them to go home, and of course specifically mm. Virginia. Yeah. But I would, I would think, like, maybe go with them, because then they'll be like, the queen won't be able to... Yeah. Find her there. So that's a good point. And he does. I'm guessing he has no ties <laughs> to two kingdoms. Yeah. So why not? Why not? So don't be sad, Wolf. But alas, it doesn't work that way. So they find Acorn and they ask him for the mirror. And Acorn asks if it's valuable. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, "You've come a long way to get the mirror." And Virginia explains that it's a magic mirror, and that they used it to travel there from another world. And Acorn says that he exchanged it for, and then he shows them a sheet <laughs> with a little pink ribbon bow. Yeah. Around its neck. The letter P on the, on is it? I think yeah, so. There's yeah, a, there's, I think a, there's a letter P, P on, P on mm. the um on his, on the fleece. Yeah, I wonder where he got that sheet. Mm. Mm. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm. It stands for pumpernickel. <laughs> <laughs> Paulson. Sarah, Sarah Paulson. Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> We're big American Horror Story fans. Yep. Number one is Murder House for me. Oh, are we going to go through the series right no, now? No, I'm going to say number one. My number one oh, is okay. Murder House. Yeah, number one is Murder House. And yours and is? And me? Um, depends. <laughs> depends on the day. Yeah, it depends on my mood. But usually, it, isn't it? No, wait. I don't know. No, it isn't. Wasn't it Asylum for a while? Yeah, for a long time it was Asylum. And then Roanoke, uh, Roanoke that's was my, my kind yeah. of became number one. I 
pe- you know, I think people in the fandom really don't like Roanoke, but I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, it was more like a game changer, mm-hmm. I feel like, kind yeah. of really changed it up. And also not very popular, but I like it a lot is Apocalypse. Yeah, I like, because I, I, my favorite also is um, Colt, and not Colt. Um, Coven. Coven. Yeah. That's why I like, that was, I love Apocalypse as well. Yeah, so I don't know if there are any American Horror Story <laughs> fans who also like the Ten Kingdom. Yeah. But hey, there's something for everyone. Yeah. Anyways, this isn't a American Horror Yeah, this is not podcast. American Horror Story <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, and so this makes me wonder too. So we see different elements, right? So mostly it's fairy tale, mm-hmm. right? We see a lot of fairy tale, obviously. But then there's some nursery rhyme too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, Bo Peep and, you know, well, yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we meet Bo Pe- or the Peeps. The Peep family. Right? And so that's more of a nursery rhyme, not a fairy tale, right? Yeah, it is because Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's a nursery rhyme. Yeah, it's a nursery rhyme, not a fairy tale. So then, also with King Midas, because mm-hmm. you know, in a previous episode, I think I called King Midas like a fairy tale, but yeah, I think later so. I looked it up. <laughs> so because I was curious about that too, I'm like, I don't know if it's a fairy tale, and it's not. It's a Greek myth. Mm-hmm. So we have mythology, we have nursery rhyme, and <laughs> mostly fairy tale. Yeah. So there's a few little different genres, a uh, hodgepodge, a cornucopia, if you will. But, um, yeah, I mean... Cornucopia. Reminds me of Thanksgiving or the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, which I don't mind. I don't mind that it takes the, you know, that Simon Moore took from different elements of different stories because they're fun. Yeah, fun. It works. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. So then Wolf's walking through the forest, dragging the golden prince, uh, and he hears Wolf. 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 Oh. (laughs) I didn't know what you were were talking about. I was like, what? What's going on? Yeah. He hears the queen. Oh, yeah. You forgot that part? I forgot that part. (laughs) So that was pretty random in my head. Like, Wolf. Wolf. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, so the queen communicates to him through <laughs> a water a log. Water, yeah. <laughs> so she could communicate through water, mirrors. Um, and some other thing too, but that'll be. We're talking. We'll talk about that later on. Oh, I don't even remember. So I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And I'll find out too. <laughs> Wolf says that she can't control him anymore, and she's like, "Oh, really?" Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she can. So what does she tell him? It's a full moon tonight. Your blood is already hot. You are a wolf. What will you do when the wild moon calls you? What will you do to your friends? (gasps) Will Dumbledore mourn for you? (laughs) 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 Who says that? Voldemort? Uh, uh, No, uh, Grindelwald. (gasps) Oh, Grindelwald. (laughs) Fantastic Beast is so good. I don't understand how people don't like it. We keep on getting off topic (laughs) this episode. Sorry. It's just Sorry, that listeners. line, it's just like line that Donny Depp and Grindelwald says, "Will Will Dumbledore mourn for you?" Yeah, so good. Yeah, I'm I'm a stand for. Is that how the cool kids say? A stand. Um, yeah, that's what the cool kids say. Fantastic right? Beast or whatever. I don't know what the term anymore. Yeah, we're fans. Yeah, we're fans. Any Harry Potter content, content, give, give, give it, it to all. us. I want it all. I want it all. And we want it now. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> so. Anyways, <laughs> so next Wolf catches up to Virginia and Tony, who is now pulling Prince, which I'm confused because wasn't Wolf pulling Prince? Oh yeah, I didn't catch that, huh? Because yeah. like Tony was running away, bring Prince. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was just like a mistake. Mm-hmm. 
Or maybe they, or did were they together and then then Wolf? No, no, I don't know. I'm confused. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So might have just been a mistake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they didn't catch. So mm -hmm. he says he doesn't think they should go into the village, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but Virginia's like, no. Acorn said the mirror was there, and Wolf says he's going by his instincts. That it's farmy land and huff puff, no siree. Mm -hmm. And he says that they should stop for breakfast and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we already had breakfast. And he's like, they could eat breakfast again. <laughs> and he starts getting all riled up and says, "Who are you, my mother? Telling me that I can't, what I can and cannot do." And Virginia just blows him off like, and says, "Do whatever you, can, you want." Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to the village. Yeah. So he doesn't want to go there because he knows there are sheep there. But well, one, there's sheep. Two, it's farming country. They don't take kindly to wolves. Yeah. Three, he's jumpy because of um, what's going to happen on a full moon. Yeah. Because of why? The queen right. getting into his head. Exactly, yeah. So, oof, just like there's a lot of stuff poor wolf is going through mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, I feel sad for him. Mm -hmm. So then we hear like this little English whistle. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't know how to recreate it, but just like this little, you know what I mean though? Yeah. Something you would hear from like an old English like, town. town, I guess. <laughs> and then they arrive at the village. And Virginia's walking down the path, and the wolf just like pops out. <laughs> like Bing! This. With the flowers in his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he asks for his for, for her forgiveness. And he says his cycle comes once, once a month. month. <laughs> it's coming up. And he just wants to start a uh, pick a fight with anyone <laughs> and that Virginia, comes near him. And Virginia says, Well, that sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, Wolf says to keep him from temptation. But then, oh no, they see some sheep. Mm -hmm. Like the worst temptation for a wolf. Yeah, like, ooh. Yeah, but he's like, what is he? He calls them trollops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're teasing him. Mm -hmm. So then... Uh, well, it goes back to like in the beginning of the of the uh, miniseries about how he goes to the restaurant. He wants lamb and six glasses of milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. So that's his favorite, obviously. Mm. Abs. Then we see a slow-mo of a few <laughs> of the shepherdesses. Skipping. <laughs> and yeah, so we f meet the first and main shepherdess that we know played by S Lucy Punch. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> she always plays like either like a mean or a crazy character. <laughs> <laughs> crazy because like, what movie was she in? She was with, it's uh, um, Michael Scott, the actor, Steve Carell in that idiot, my, no. My brother, Paul. the idiot. No, my. Um, and it has Paul Rudd in it, and they bring it, quote unquote, idiots to dinner. The rich people. Dinner with the Schmitz. Dinner with Schmidt. Dinner with schmucks. Yeah, dinner with the schmucks, and she's in it, and then. Oh okay. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one. No, I thought we had. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. She's cool. So then she says, "Morning." Good impression. I like it. You like it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. So what does she say to him? I think maybe you should do the impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is it? Oh yeah, my uh, Sally says, "Boy, that's <laughs> that's going off well. <laughs> Strong arms you got. Um, if your door was locked, I'd be. If my door wasn't locked, I'd be scared. Come at me." <laughs> <laughs> If my door wasn't locked, I'd be scared to come into my house and huff and puff and blow all my clothes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's also a line we quote a lot. Yeah. Wait, now what? <laughs> Wait, not, not that way, but we do say it, but not, I don't we know. We do? What, 
Never mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Virginia gives her the evil eye, and the shepherdesses just frolic away. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, they skip? Why do they skip? Yeah, but you can see a wolf in his eyes. He's tempted by yeah. the shepherdesses, so mm -hmm. I guess it's not just the sheep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then we go into the town, and everything is peep, right? <laughs> <laughs> peep. Peep. <laughs> so the bakers peep, the ironmongers peep. Peep, peep, peep. Peep, peep, peep everywhere <laughs> on the, all the signs, all the shops. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this kind of reminded me of the proposal. Do you remember that? I mean, I've only seen it once. I'm not too familiar. Okay. The one part that stands out to me is, of course, Betty White. Oh, yeah, dancing <laughs> in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's the same thing where, like, he shows up in the town, or they show up in the town, and everything, all the businesses are his last name oh. because his, I guess his family is rich and they have mm -hmm. lots of businesses. And so as we see currently in the village, there's lots of people, lots of activity, because it's the annual Little Lamb Village competition. So mm -hmm. we find out that that's the name of the village, mm -hmm. Little Lamb Village. Yeah. You can also see like the people coming by. You going, you kind of overhear a person saying, the peeps win at everything, because I guess they want something. Yeah, what would you want to grow? <laughs> Yarn. <laughs> well, I guess, well, I guess like for reality, I guess I'll have my sheep. <laughs> yeah, grow sheep. Grow sheep. <laughs> Plant some sheep seeds. <laughs> see them sprout. Yeah, see them sprout out of the ground. Yeah, that'd be cool. So then Virginia and Tony see a man sitting on a well and ask him who's in charge. And Love this part. Sorry. Yeah, it's so good. He says he's the village idiot and that he's in charge of the wishing well. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony tells Virginia... How do we attract people like this? <laughs> I love that we keep on hearing like Virginia and Tony just being like exasperated with yeah. like the whole situation and yeah. like how ridiculous it is. Because yeah, if you come from like our perspective from someone from our world, mm -hmm. like yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These people are ridiculous. And so... It's a nice dog you got there. <laughs> yeah, he says that. And we see some people carrying a big flowy uh, feathery robe mm -hmm. and Tony asks what it's for and the village idiot says it's for Prince Wendell's coronation, it's his gift. Yeah. So just like the people in Beantown mm -hmm. who made him his coronation throne, mm -hmm. the people of Little Lamb Village made him his robe. <laughs> I said chair earlier, meant his throne. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> a little more fancy. Yeah, yeah throne is a little bit more fancy. So he tells them that they can't leave the, without making a wish at the wishing well. Mm -hmm. And so they make their wishes, and then you hear the sounds of coins dropping. <laughs> Clitter clatter. <laughs> Clitter clatter. And so it doesn't work. Uh, he says, it don't work, but it, it <laughs> Like, <used> duh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, the water used to be there. And he says people used to travel there, and but it dried up years ago. Mm, I wonder mm. why. So they try to ask him about the mirror, but he doesn't listen. Because he has, I think he has like a script that he has in his mind. Yeah, that exactly. He has to say. And so he can't go off script in his yeah. yeah brain. And he just continues telling them about his life's work to stand next to the well until the water comes back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tony says he's a complete idiot. And then and then his face kind of like falls. And then you would think that he got insulted, but he only says, "If only." Now my father was a complete idiot. I'm only a half wit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. It's so good. I know. It's so <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, that's really funny. Mm -hmm. What would you wish for in the wishing well? Well, I can't tell you. It won't come true. Well, tell me anyways. Money, money, money. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but true. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I think something I always wish for is just to have a long, happy life mm. and healthy life. 
-hmm. How many qualifiers can I add in there? Like a descriptive <laughs> thing to fit in there. Make sure you don't Along... put and in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, not or. Mm -hmm. Or right. don't put and or or. So it was just like a long run-on sentence to so make sure you have that one wish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would wish for yarn. A never-ending supply of yarn. Oh. All of the same yarn? No, right? No, that'd be different. Mm. Well, you should go to Little Lamb Village. I'm sure they have lots of yarn. Lots mm. of wool for you. Yeah. <laughs> so later that night, our friends are taken to a barn by a local village lady who's letting mm -hmm. them stay there for the night, I guess. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's no room for them at the inn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells them that the judge may know about the mirror and because he bought some prizes for the competition mm. from the dwarf. And she tells him that they'll find him at the inn. Mm. Also, Tony, he was like, it stinks being so ungrateful. But Virginia's like, oh, thank you for the hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> so then we see Wolf getting some cramps. And, <laughs> you know, he asks for a long-eared rabbit. <laughs> Specifically a long-eared rabbit. Yeah. And, fluffy one. Yeah. And so, he, he, you know, he, we find out that there's a full moon. And Wolf runs a fever. So I guess Virginia does bring him his long-eared rabbit rabbit mm -hmm. <laughs> um but he's running a fever yeah but virginia's tending to him you know she's being nice but he's like provocative teasing little fluff balls just look at the beady eyes yeah. <laughs> it's not looking great <laughs> no and he's like you know exactly what they're they know exactly what they're doing and wolf snaps at virginia he snippity snaps at him at yeah. her <laughs> she t he tells her to stop smothering him like a little dwarf housewife and Tony says not to talk to his daughter like that. And then we hear someone crying, Wolf! Wolf! <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, um, Sally. Sally. Yeah. Sally Peep. Yeah, and so they rush outside. And I guess it's just their... Tradition. It's a tradition, right? Yeah. Like, so someone's like on, wearing a wolf head. Mm -hmm. And he taps and, on windows and doors, knocks on doors. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, it's a wolf, wolf, run. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of fun. Like yeah. having like a little... Cool village tradition mm -hmm. given that it's like a, it's peep whatever peeps associated with yeah lambs sheep and wolves <laughs> yeah so tony spots the inn across the way where the woman said that they'd find the judge so then they have this magnificent feast at the inn and they're eating food they're eating potatoes and squash and they're just like, like stuffing it into their face yeah because somehow this food is really good I'm like i want to try some yeah it looks good it looks humongous yeah that too <laughs> it's like here's a whole squash <laughs> and they just tell the lady to keep keep, keep them coming keep, keep them coming. coming yeah so then um they spot the schedule for the competition with the list of prizes mm -hmm. and the schedule has the different events for tomorrow the next day at 9 a.m the champion loaf baking competition mm -hmm. where the prize is, is a set of saucepans at 10 o'clock there's the champion chicken competition <laughs> and the prize is a wooden hat stand at 11 o'clock the beautiful sheep and shepherdess competition mm. where the prize is the full-length mirror <gasps> that must be their mirror mm -hmm. at 12 o'clock the junior yodeling competition where the prize is a toy lamb two o'clock the champion crochet competition that's me yeah that'd be you where the prize is an old pram man <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't I want that prize. I had to ask you what a pram was. What's a pram? Like an old stroller. Like oh. in a stroller. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> At 3 p.m., the best ginger cake competition. Mm, sounds good. And the prize is a year's supply of firewood. That's pretty mm, that's, good. that's a, pretty good. For a year's that, supply? Yeah, for where you're at. Yeah, I'm sure they use it. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So which award would you want? Well, first off, which competition would you want to compete in? A champion crochet competition because that's what I can do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, for me, 
Let me see. Either the best ginger cake. Yeah, probably the best ginger cake. Mm. I'm kind of a cook. I yeah. like cooking. And that's the closest one to it. I guess yeah. loaf baking, but eh, I think maybe the ginger cake. That'd mm. be cool. And what about price? Which price would you want? I would probably want the full length mirror. The full length mirror. Mm. Yeah. Be kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I would either want the set of saucepans because I do like cooking mm-hmm. or maybe something practical like the year supply of firewood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazed by the food and the innkeeper says that the apples from the cider come from Colin Peep's apples and the lamb was reared by her brother, Larry Peep. Mm-hmm. So hmm, I see a trend. Do you? Mm-hmm. I do. And she says they're the best farming family. Mm. And that the secret's just that they're good farmers. Mm. Mm. So, uh, Wolf comes. Bound with energy. Yeah, now he has energy. Mm. And he's acting all wild. And yeah, I guess he got his energy back. And he devours r- ribs on the table. Yeah. And just like starts chomping on them. And they're kind of good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he, what did she say? Like, you got an appetite like a wolf yep. because he is one. He is one. And so she tells them that the judge walked in. So then next we see that they're talking to the judge, trying to explain that it's really their mirror. But he's not relenting. He says, no, it's not because he bought it fair and square. Yeah, from the dwarf. And so Tony tries to bribe him and the judge does not like that, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Do not like bribery. So I guess for now they just gave up on the judge. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see some yodeling milkmaids. Yeah. Wolf is having a good time watching them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then in comes Sally Peep and the other girl Peep. Mm-hmm. Do we know the other girl Peep's name? Is that Mary? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she's labeled. Or at least not. They don't name her yet. Name her yet? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't seen that section yet. So oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they name her later. Yeah, you'll have to tune in next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so Sally asks Wolf to open her Sherpa tips. <laughs> I don't know if this is a mistake from the uh, the subtitles and we just don't understand because she gives him a jar to open with yeah. some things inside. So you're assuming it would be candy. Yeah, I don't know because, you know, the Sherpa, I looked it up, it's a... Uh, Sherpa is one of the Tibetan ethnic groups native to the most mountainous regions of Nepal and the Himalayas. So I don't think that's what it is. Maybe it's just a mistake in the subtitles. I don't know. I don't know. If anyone knows, let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way, she wants him to open up her jar. Mm-hmm. So Sally asks Wolf what his name is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Wolf, son. Warren Wolfson. And she says, Wolf? Fun. <laughs> giggle, giggle. Yeah. You would think you would give him more of a more bland or name, bland name, other than what you are. Yeah. Well, remember he's, you know, out of his mind. Yeah, he's out of his mind right now. <laughs> yeah. Because of the full moon. Yeah. So he's not thinking straight. Yeah. <laughs> so she tells him it's her 18th birthday. So now at least it's confirmed that she's legal. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know, there's like just like some sexual tension between yeah. them. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, at least we know that it's her 18th birthday. And so she's like... But you can't guess what's going to happen to me tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then Wolf bends over and asks if it's the bumps. Like, I don't know what this means. What is going to happen tonight? What is the bumps? Yeah. What, what's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I don't know what the bumps are. But um, then Sally notices a bulge on his backside. <laughs> Sticking out of the back of your trousers. 
<laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, I'm very surprised myself. Yeah, so. But their faces, lol, after their. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Especially the, Sally's the friend. friend. Yeah, cousin she or makes something. like the funniest like, faces with her like, eyes. <laughs> I was watching her. That's quite a bold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. There's a lot of sexual innuendos. Yeah. Then we see the two, like these two young peep men come from across the room and kind of rough him up. Mm-hmm. And they have a pitchfork, and you know, they're like, no outsiders mess with peep girls. And Virginia comes in to save the day. Excuse me, what are you doing with my husband? Yeah, and the wolf gets all excited because, <laughs> uh, you know, hearing Virginia call him her husband. And then he says that he got all hard and soft at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, sexual in her windows. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and so, uh, they're outside and then Wolf is running around. He feels alive and he sees everything for miles. And he says, like, doesn't it make you want to howl? And then the moon is so beautiful. And he howls. And, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he talks about his mother, how his mother was obsessed with the moon. And she used to drag them out when they were cubs to watch it. Shepherdess makes quite a mess, but little lambs are lovely. Yeah, so he's, you know, mm-hmm. you, his eyes are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Scott Cohen did a great job. Mm-hmm. He says the moon makes him hungry for everything. Mm-hmm. And Virginia's like, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to bed now. So in the next scene, Tony's coming out of the inn with Prince. Pause he's... right there. Because I spotted something in the background. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a car. I saw <laughs> yeah. a car. <laughs> well, yeah, you saw, like, the light. Like, the headlights of a car. Yeah, like because driving distance. by. Yeah. Driving by. Yeah, as soon as Tony comes out of the inn, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a car. Maybe it was just someone on a stagecoach type thing. A carriage holding a lamp. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so. It was just funny. Yeah, that's a good spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> But that's a very good catch. Mm-hmm. So he's still carrying Prince. Golden Prince. Mm-hmm. And he says he's had 10 pints of the cider. And mm-hmm. so Tony's pretty much drunk and he's walking near the peep farm. Mm-hmm. We see a sign that says that it's the peep farm. And he spots like a bunch of the peeps going into, all going into a barn. Mm-hmm. That's not secretive. <laughs> yeah, that's not secretive. Hmm. That's not inconspicuous. Yeah, that's not inconspicuous. So then Tony's, you know, he peeks in and he's, he peeps in. so tony peeps in and he sees what's happening inside with the peep family so he sees that everyone's crowded around and we see i guess what sally peep was talking about like oh you bet you can't guess what's going to happen to me tonight so um so this is what's happening it's some sort of like ceremony yeah where it's her 18th birthday and now she gets in on the family secret Mm -hmm. so then larry peep her grandfather who's the main peep i guess tells Sally the family secret. Mm. And what is it? He reveals that him and his brother diverted the stream 40 years ago. That's the wishing well. Yeah. <gasps> Peeps have all the magic. Like 3D bastard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty greedy. Yeah, and, very, very greedy. Yeah. So then they lower an ugly sheep into mm. what's their well where they have the stream, the water. And it kind of reminded me of Jurassic Park. <laughs> Do you know which part I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the Velociraptor. Um, yeah, where they where they lower the uh, the cow. Yeah, the cow. Poor cow. <laughs> they kind of remind me of that. But that in this wasn't one, the wishing well. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is the wishing well. This is the wishing well. So then you hear like a voice. What do you want from our magic waters? And the sheep comes back up, perfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, they asked to have the sheep be perfect. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so they ask the sheep to be perfect, and then it comes out 
perfectly perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so Sally's grandfather says that he'll cut her throat if she tells anyone about it. That's messed hey, up. My grandchild or no grandchild. Yeah, that's crazy. He's very oh cutthroat. Yes, he's very cutthroat. But that is messed up. <laughs> yeah. We see Virginia and Wolf at the barn. And Wolf tells Virginia that she doesn't know what she does to him. She'll never know love like his. I am your mate for life. But then things kind of escalate rather quickly. Yeah, and then he starts to kind of like insult her, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then he, you know, she even uses the word bully. Mm -hmm. He's like bullying her. He's kind of scary though. Yeah, so... Yeah, because he's like going all up in her face. And... Yeah, and being So right. he's not acting normal. No, he's not. Definitely. He's under the influence of the full moon. Mm -hmm. And he says that she's Little Miss Perfect, who raises her hand, who can answer every question, but knows nothing. He tells her that she's pretending to live. You're doing everything but actually living. Yeah, and he kind of talks about how like people just poke and prod the wolves and they smoke them out. Mm -hmm. And he says... They killed his parents. Yeah so, we, yeah, so we pretty... That that's what they did to his parents. So mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, we find out his parents were killed. Mm -hmm. By farmers. So he said, like, good, like those good farmers. They ended up burning them. Kind of sad. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. And Tony comes in and he kind of breaks the moment by telling them how... That he knows that he found mm -hmm. out how the peeps keep on winning everything. Mm -hmm. And Wolf just, like, runs out. Then Wolf is freaking out. You know, like, he has this inner struggle. Like, you're, he, he starts talking to himself. You're an, you're an animal. You deserve it. You're a nasty animal. And then the queen comes up and, and asks about his companions. Where is she talking from? The water trough oh, of okay. the horses. Like yeah. the water right. barrel. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not telling you anything about her. And she's, and she's like, like, her? What's she like? Is she tasty? Uh, yeah, and he's like, you're evil. Stay away. And Look at the moon and tell me what you really want to do to her. And let the wolf out. <laughs> See, and then he, she's not only in the mirror, the water, she's also up in the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like the Teletubby baby, but she, on the moon. <laughs> yeah, she's like the Teletubby baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did she get up there? <laughs> it's pretty, uh, you know, I wonder, it's probably just... Something about reflection. The reflection or like in her, in his head, mm -hmm. like she's able to display that. I don't mm -hmm. think she's like everyone in the town and the world can see her on the moon, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all like psychological for yeah. sure. And yeah, she's messing up with his head and just like she can't physically uh, kill like the trio or whatever, but he can because he's the wolf. So he's trying to get, she's trying to get through his head to kill the others. Yeah. Through psychological means. Yeah. Very manipulative. Mm -hmm. She's always been good at that. Yep. So then it's the next morning and I spotted this one. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, there, if you see in the distance, you know, there's like a shot of the town, I guess. Mm -hmm. And if you look in the distance on top of the hills, there's electricity uh, electricity towers <laughs> on top of the hills in the distance. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's like, I don't know, is it, are we just this observing because we're doing a podcast? But this is like the first time. Yeah, the first time I've ever seen that we've yeah. ever seen these things. And mm -hmm. so just, yeah, we are being more observant, which is cool. Like yeah. that we're going through this um because of the podcast, but we're like learning and just watching new things mm -hmm. that we've never noticed before. And yeah. It's cool. Even like little things like that. Yeah. So Tony wakes Virginia up and he has a sheep that he stole. <laughs> it doesn't look too good either. No. Oh yeah. The sheep doesn't look good. No. Yeah, it's like, like it's about to sheep. die. Like Virginia says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he tells her to put together a costume and that, you know, use these curtains up here mm -hmm. and they'll make a good costume. And she walks up to the curtains to check in 
to check them out they're blue mm-hmm. um so it's again it's her color yeah <laughs> it's her blue color scheme and wolf pops out of nowhere he doesn't look too good yeah he's not in good shape he's sweating his hair is a mess he has bloody hands yeah and he's holding a rope he says he can't remember what he's done and yells at her to tie him up mm-hmm. so she ties him up to the barn post and then he requests her to go just to tie him up tighter even tighter and then he whispers what's the worst thing you've ever done tighter or i'll eat you up and virginia's kind of scared yeah and then it cuts to you hear cries and it's sally crying Mm -hmm. and wolf and uh i guess the chicken coop has been broken into and there's blood on the door Mm -hmm. so yeah i can tell it's the great chicken massacre of 2000 yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i wonder if it's the year 2000 in their world well for us it's 2000 mm-hmm. um yeah poor chickens i know well, well at least it's only chickens and not humans yeah true hey chicken run <laughs> what if that was babs oh no well, babs is like the tough one isn't it i don't know i don't remember <laughs> we need to watch it i don't chicken. want to be a pie <laughs> I don't like gravy. <laughs> I love chicken run. It's so funny. <laughs> I can watch that movie over and over. Yeah. Uh, Saw my life flash before me eyes. It was rather boring. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like that character, she's knitting throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> so then the queen pops up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, always there. Always watching, watching. And, you know, tells him to kill the girl and to get her the dog. So Wolf is going crazy. His fangs start to come out the blood in his veins are literally boiling Mm -hmm. right that's crazy yeah and he breaks free from the rope and he's like snarling like a wolf Mm -hmm. and his eyes are red Mm -hmm. like blood Blood red red. yeah it didn't help the ropes did not help at all (laughs) no even though he's a tighter and tighter (laughs) but no he's like his just his wolf strength that yeah it's just his wolf strength that he was able to break free yeah so this is a pretty crazy Mm -hmm. like it's a cool CGI. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there's a lot of like animation on his face or CGI on his face. Like, yeah. he's morphine and he's going like, from like some... human, like saying no, no, because he does obviously doesn't want to hurt Virginia, but he's like, no, but then all of a sudden he's going growling and growling everywhere. And that's where we end off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I know what's going to happen. I know. It ends on a good note. Yeah, because it's like, oh, what is he going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, because now his wolf has taken over. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no yeah so we'll see what happens in the upcoming episode of which pocket pot <laughs> yeah so what did you think about this part of the 10th kingdom is it and it's, it's, i'm gonna say starting to get good but it's always been good but i don't know i always like this part as well just because of getting into how wolf is a wolf and his inner struggle to be not who he wants because he doesn't want to be a wolf or he just struggles with that wolf part of himself because he doesn't want to obviously be like that and hurt the girl that he loves. Yeah, it's, it's just an interesting um, storyline. Yeah, I really like the part just of them being in the Little Lamb Village. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I think... Visually, I, I like those kind of... Like, I love country. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's why like both you and I really like being in the country and if we had a vacation spot, it might be in the country. Mm-hmm. We like going up the coast here in California. Yeah. And... Um, going to uh to kind of like the small towns and Mm. it's just really nice being in the Mm -hmm. countryside away from the the city Mm -hmm. and uh, i think i also like it too because we we get to see more people Mm -hmm. in like their natural habitat (laughs) in the 10th kingdom (laughs) and and lots of sheep and lots of sheep and (laughs) it's just really nice Mm -hmm. um the food looks good Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah the food looks good why 
Mm-hmm. Those darn peeps. <laughs> and it has my favorite, one of our favorite parts with the <laughs> village idiot. It's like, like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and who's a, you know, he's a half wit. Yeah, I'm only half wit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. just has a lot of good parts. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't see the trolls. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're not in the segment. Yeah, not the three trolls. The yeah. troll kids. The troll kids. Yeah, we didn't get to see them. Aww. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're in. I was like, where are they? Oh yeah, they're they're gold as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> duh. <laughs> That's yeah, why you're not seeing them. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's happening with them. No. So. I wonder where they're at. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we'll see them again. Mm-hmm. Will we? Oh, yeah. Or maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so rewatch. <laughs> but uh, we, there are people who are listening who I think yeah. have never seen it. Yeah, there's um, a couple. At least a couple of our friends, and so. Yeah. So they may or may not come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that was awesome yeah yeah can't wait to watch more i know I sh- yeah i can't wait thank you so much for joining us we hope you enjoyed it please follow subscribe rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts you can also email us at whichpocketpod at gmail.com we love to hear your 10th kingdom stories let us know why you love it and you may be featured on a future episode you can also follow us on instagram at whichpocketpod Join us next episode as we continue our journey through the The Tenth Kingdom. Kingdom. And please don't take any crossbows from strangers. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool. (laughs) You don't know what'll happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. (laughs)